Welcome to another show. What, uh, wait, we're recording. This we're, is a show. This is a show. All right, welcome back. This is the Ronnie show. Uh, Markel's no longer with us. I had to uh, fire him. Uh, you don't have the authority, nor are we getting paid for this. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's true. Okay, yeah. All right, he's back. It's the Ronnie and Markel show. Ta-da! It is the Ronnie and Markel show once again. I am Markel, and that and idiot. I am Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, this is episode number fifty-seven. Wait, and you just call me an idiot? <laughs> what? No. What are you talking ah, about? Okay. Always uh, giving you a thumbs up and supporting you wherever you go, right down the fucking stairs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so here we are. We're here with episode number 57. Uh, we have some great news for you, as always. We have some top stories that we're going to talk about, uh, including Captain Marvel. And uh, if you may may or may not have heard about uh, the new Joker uh, coming out with Joaquin Phoenix. It's like one of three movies. Which I love that actor, by the way. Uh, he's an awesome actor. Thank you. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is doing great things. And he still has some other movie projects coming out like alongside this news. So, uh you know kudos to him i think he's a great actor but i just don't need a joker movie like honestly i really don't yeah, need it well we're getting it we're getting a lot of things we, we didn't need a uh, venom movie by sony but we're getting it well, well we'll get to that as well um so yeah top news joker news we got some uh, captain marvel the trailer has released as well as uh we we have the results of the wwe hell in a cell pay-per-view uh so those are going to be our top stories but in between that we got some uh, ton of news about uh movies and tv and uh games and all and kinds of things and tigers and, and bears, bears. Oh, oh my, my. <laughs> uh so we're gonna actually jump right into one of our top stories which is the captain marvel trailer from marvel has dropped all right, so now that we're delivering this, like, uh, what was this? this a couple of days after it actually came out already. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure most fanboys around the world have already cleaned up all the and jizz. Girls. And <laughs> girls have cleaned up all the jizz from the nerdgasm that was Captain Marvel's first trailer. I'll be honest, I did not, I was not one of those people. I did not really? go, yeah, I didn't, like. Well, maybe because I first saw it. I was at work. I had my iPhone headphones in, and I had the sound up max loud. Mm-hmm. And then that beat came on, and I was like, I wanted to be like, ah! but I'm at work, so I was <laughs> well. Like, any new thing that comes out from Marvel, since we know that this is a uh, continuous, gigantic story uh, that they're telling with each character, and everyone's looking forward to Miss Marvel. Anyway. I love the trailer. I'm not. Let me go ahead and say that firsthand. I love the trailer. I think they did wonders within two minutes or less than two minutes within this trailer. Uh, I would say that 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 this trailer is still two minutes. That's better than the three and a half hours of Batman vs Superman. <laughs> oh, wow. So going yeah. there, huh? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean it. That was well, a low blow. I, DC. For, for sorry me, about that. it's just an added bonus that Brie Larson is playing this character because I've been a fan of hers for a while now. I first discovered Brie Larson, I think, with Twenty One Jump Street. Which I don't know if many people remember that she was in that, but I first discovered her in that, and from there I've like you know watched back and forth from her career. So I'm like, it's just an added bonus that she's Captain Marvel. I I find it interesting though. You uh, you did a nice pull there with her from uh 
from that movie. But I actually just recently watched something that came on Netflix, which had Brie Larson in it, which was uh, one of... I'm going to go ahead and say one of the oh, best comic book movies that really appreciates pop culture, which is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, I think that, you know, her performance in it was very simple. She was only in it for a few minutes. But I say that like, going okay, back to Scott, that. Okay, Scott, I'm totally jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> hello again, friend of a friend. That's her song. It's amazing. That whole, the, the whole, se- like that movie from beginning to end is like still, I watched it in 2018 now and it still plays up. It, but it definitely, well, it's also, I'm a giant Scott Pilgrim fan anyway. Yeah. Uh, you just, now you got my wheels turning with the trailer. I mean, with the movie where she's like, you want to come to my show? And he's like, no, I don't think I, you're so totally on the list. But back to uh, Captain Marvel, Marvel's Captain Marvel, which comes out in March of 2019, uh, before Wonder Woman 1984, and before everyone's anticipated Avengers 4, or whatever the secret title is. You think that Marvel planned to put Captain Marvel out before Wonder Woman 1984? I'm going to go ahead and tell you something that you probably already know. Marvel doesn't give a shit about what DC is doing because they too damn successful to be looking at garbage. Okay, Eminem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. At this point, I don't think Kevin Feige is over there looking like, well, what's DC doing? They're not paying them any attention. I get that, but I feel like it's when you're the one succeeding, it's there's nothing wrong with pushing your opponent down into the to the dirt a little further. Do they have to at this point? They don't have to, but it is literally the suburbs versus the slums. In this point, it I mean, is literally. I mean, Deadpool two took a lot of shots at DC. So I mean, Deadpool is just did that four fall breaker where he'll take shots within his universe, out of it, in politics. He'll go into everything. So he's the perfect little guy to have connected to the MCU in this beautiful uh, ten year plus. Maybe story it'll that take telling. six years for uh, DC to come back <laughs> with a. <laughs> Maybe. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, you're going on uh, Eminem taking six years to uh, well, finally. Well, not that. I'm a giant Eminem fan, and I like MGK. I'm just saying. I was just playing words. <laughs> Maybe DC will get it together within the next six years. Maybe. I think that there's, there's there's hope going forward in the future. I think the the smart thing for them to do, and then we'll jump right into the Captain Marvel trailer. Uh, once I say this, the, the the smart thing for them to do at this point would be if they're not being successful with their um, continuous storytelling or episodal, you know, TV or any of those things, then what they need to do is just tell solo stories. Just tell me a good Aquaman story. Just tell me a good Shazam story and just make those separate franchises like they were doing in the past with Batman and Superman. They didn't connect. Christopher Reeves never met any of the Batmans. (laughs) That's true. So, you know, and none of the Batmans crossed over with each other. So Uh, it's like, although although Warner Brothers, I would still like to see a Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Please. I think there's a petition out for that. That Seriously. That would be amazing. Eh, Well, you know, when he's the vulture, I don't see that shit happening anytime soon. (laughs) So, you know. But, hey, there there are people like, uh, what's his face? Like, um... Josh Brolin, who uh, dibbles and dabbles in a little bit of everything. So you never know. I never say never. That dump truck of money come up to your house. There is no loyalty there in that case. But being somebody like Thanos in this world and being like Cable, freaking Marvel's basically giving this guy two paychecks for two different characters. Yeah, I think he's really comfortable with uh, the House of Mouse. 
Um, but going into Captain Marvel chart, what we're actually going to do, if, if you'd like to uh, go along with us, uh, we actually picked out, me and Ronnie separately, we both picked out about five things that we noticed from this two-minute trailer. Yes, of course, we're nerds, so we sat down and analyzed the crap out of this I trailer. I am not a nerd, sir. I am a movie, TV, and comic connoisseur. I was you were going to say fucking connoisseur. I just <laughs> knew it. A connoisseur so. of many things. But, uh, <laughs> of many things. But yes, I, I, I am, I am a, a, a true, hard, fast nerd which is the evolved form of a geek um so i will go ahead and say that let's go ahead and dive into some of the things here uh if you want to play along with this obviously you can go right to youtube right now you can pause this you know queue up the video on your phone or wherever you're listening to this too and we're gonna you know let you let you we're gonna pause at certain points uh and then you can hit the pause button as we you know talk through each different points nice little interactive show for us today uh so we'll, we'll do this in the future with video also though well, yeah, of course. Uh, going forward in the future, we will have video to play, and you'll be able to watch our faces as we react and Ronnie jizz under the table as we watch <laughs> uh, a different trailer. So, oh. uh, <laughs> And here we go. We have the uh, trailer queued up, and the three, and the two, and the one. Here we go. Wait, now pause it here. First, first off, right here. I'm like blockbuster video, which which if even if taken Brie Larson and Captain Marvel out off the table for a second, it's just nostalgia right here, just seeing blockbuster video, which doesn't exist anymore. Rest in peace to blockbuster. Rest in peace to blockbuster. <laughs> and the fact that she just fell out of the sky into a blockbuster. There's so many. There's like so. There's there's so many messages right here in the beginning. I'm like. Marvel, you know what Marvel just told me? Here comes their next blockbuster. Oh! <laughs> their, their, their next blockbuster just fell out of the sky. Damn, <laughs> Marvel, you dropping bombs like that? Okay, I didn't even, I didn't pick up on that. That might be a fan theory, but I'll take it. It, it sounds like, that good. That's hilarious. That's fucking good. Good pull, man. Uh, I will say that yes, the the nostalgia is real with Blockbuster Video, considering the uh, the many streaming services that put Blockbuster to death uh, before they got a chance to try to do streaming services or get in that business. Uh, having that as the place that she falls into uh, is is just nostalgic for everybody. It also sets a tone. This is the '90s. You're gonna need tons of '90s stuff, and there's plenty of stuff throughout the trailer you can look at. There's like Nine Inch Nails. There's the cars. There's the different things that they do. The buses, the train stations. You can look at all that stuff, and it has all of the lovely feels of the '90s. Depending on when you were born, we're we're '80s babies, so we grew up in the '90s. Um, you might have grown up in the '90s or, or so, or 2000s. But uh, uh, let's jump back into the trailer. So here we are, a shot of her getting up. Now, at this moment, let's see. I want you to go ahead and pause it at this point. So we're about 20 seconds into the trailer. And if you look right there to your left, this is one of my th things I noticed. Very simple, very subliminal, very similar to the way Ronnie just talked about her falling from the sky right into a blockbuster. This is a blockbuster movie we're about to watch. Um, there is a moment right there in the background where the section of video that little sign in the background says action and it's pointing in a direction of where she's standing so i i think looking at that as a subliminal message is that it's pointing out to what kind of movie that we're going to watch we are going to see an we're action see a 90s action a movie. 90s action movie and if it can 
Marvel, let me let me let me let me talk to you. If if anyone from Marvel hears this, if you can give me the nostalgic feel of a '90s action flick in twenty eight or in twenty nineteen, just. Just take all my money. Just take the money that I will make for the future. Like, if you can do that, if you can recreate that magic of, like, the Jean-Claude Van Damme, the Sylvester Stallone, all of those movies, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and have it star Brie Larson, I'm all for it. I don't give a shit. I've said this many times before. I think men and women are both dangerous, and I think they both can do exactly the same thing, whether they've got... You know, lasers shooting out of their hands, a big gun, a knife, or whatever. We're all human beings, and we're the or most dangerous. If you're a hobo with a shotgun. We're a hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> hell, you can be anything at that point. But it's like, hell, if you're if you're a mammal or you're a human being, we are the most dangerous things on the planet. That well, doesn't have in claws. This day and age, you can even be a raccoon. Oh, they can have a talking raccoon be the uh, star of the movie. I, I would totally watch a raccoon, uh, Rocket Raccoon in, in group movie, just all by themselves. But here we go. Back into the trailer. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Now you get that beautiful. Let me go ahead and pause it here. 31 seconds. You get that beautiful crawl, of course, from Marvel Studios. They Roll let you that beautiful bean footage. That, that beautiful <laughs> bean footage, and they show the beautiful colors, the the red, and then they do the blue and the gold, which is her colors. So that's a little subliminal message there. What movie this is, and you see the little number ten in the studios. Um, what's great here is if you listen to uh, Samuel Jackson's dialogue there. He says that he knows what a rogue soldier looks like, and he's and it seems like he's talking about Captain Marvel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like uh, that's well, years later on. Well, it's years oh, later. Okay, yeah, yeah, Captain Marvel, gotcha. But uh, <laughs> with this, <laughs> with this here, it seems to me like if I could take a crack at just this two minutes of this movie, and that's all we have. Uh, if we could take a crack at this and saying what this is like, it looks to me like. Something happened with Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, in which she was a fighter pilot. She got into some type of accident, which gave her powers. That powers also wiped her memory. And the people around her from her group and a part of the Cree army have been lying to her and telling her one thing about her life. And it's been something else. And slowly but surely her memories are starting to come back and something is going to get her to this point. Now, I don't think the explosion in, in the beginning of the trailer and her falling through Blockbuster, I think those two are cut together, but I don't think that they're the same if thing. If I was a betting man, and this is just an assumption, mm-hmm. but if I was writing this script, okay. I would think that Captain Marvel would probably get her memory back at the end of the movie. I mean, I think as this goes along, she's going to continue to get her memory back. But she's like, she'll get it back. Like, she'll get bits and pieces as the movie goes along. But how dangerous is one of the most powerful female Marvel characters if she knows exactly what's going on and and knows exactly. It's it's just like the Jason Bourne movies when, like, how badass was the trailer when he was like, I know who I am. I know what's going on. It's like, whoa, now this guy has all these skills and stuff, and he's very, and he knows exactly who he is and what's going on. So I it's agree. the same thing. I related this wonderful uh, movie. Mo- we haven't gone through the whole trailer yet, but I related this wonderful movie to another movie that we were just talking about, which is The Long Kiss Goodnight, which is hilarious that it's Brie Larson in an action movie where she doesn't know who she is and she lost her memory, 
aka Gina Davis in Long Kiss Goodnight, which is also starring Samuel Jackson. Yep, <laughs> who is helping this person who is very dangerous. Remember, sort of remember who she who she is. Um, but it seems like as we go through the trailer, let's see, let's continue playing here. We get the Marvel crawl, and she goes through space invasion. Oh yeah, now, stop there too. We'll we stop got here. we got the. Uh, Thirty nine seconds in. Her with the hat, and you see the the shield logo. Or like you said earlier, the old shield logo. Old shield logo. So it looks hat. like she's been given a tour around in Shield by probably Nick Fury. Here's what I think, right? So one of the things that I noticed is that the only way that she could have Shield clearance like that is if she was a member of Shield. So maybe she's she. This is just me speculating, but maybe her air her being in the Air Force. She was a part of some special division that would be a part of Shield. Or affiliated with Shield. With Shield, because how does she have Shield clearance, a Shield hat, and all those other things just offhand, just putting a thumbprint on there? And it's like it, it's a facility that wakes up like, oh hey, Carol Danvers, like welcome back, kind of thing. So, um, going into 39 seconds of the trailer, we are seen with the scene, uh, scene that is seen from very far away. Now, from vi- uh, images that we've seen online. Zooming in at 39 seconds, you see a moment where it looks like clearly there's a there's a scroll on the table. Someone is doing an autopsy on the scroll on the table. To your left, you have a Nick Fury, which is holding some type of space weapon in the 90s. Probably just in case that thing decides to jump up off that table. Correct. I think that might be like a a scroll, you know, weapon or something like that. There's also another person there, too. This is a guy, Ben. That's Ben Mendelsohn, who is who is seen in this movie as well. If you zoom in on it. He's also there, so somehow he has some connection to probably S.H.I.E.L.D. My guess would be with Ben Mendelsohn, if he's a part of S.H.I.E.L.D., remember this is the 90s. We didn't discover that HYDRA was running shit until Winter Soldier, which is many years later. So it's very uh, possible that, you know, he could be some, like, you know, dirty HYDRA person, and that'd be one of the things that, like, made Nick Fury kind of try to clean up shield and like try to get things going but also decide to finally break apart from them at some point but something really significant here is the fact that nick fury is actually holding an ice pack right over the eye that goes missing later on and spoilers uh nick fury loses an eye um so you, you know this later on. might have ripped his eye right out of his freaking head now with him he's got an ice pack on so i don't think it's uh uh he ripped it out i think it's damaged because even when they showed it in winter soldier that eye is damaged oh yeah, yeah um yeah. so so maybe he gets to sustain some kind of damage that, you know, doesn't, you know, make it possible for him to see out of that eye. But it's over time. Maybe he doesn't lose it right away, uh, which is interesting. You know, that's actually um, uh, I'm going to go go with a little bit of a pull. One of the one of the best series I remember reading this uh, year and I, I have to get back into it. But um, did you get a chance to read Old Man, Old Man Hawkeye? Oh, no, I, I got that one, but I didn't read so, it So one of the cool things about Old Man Hawkeye is that you find out that this archer, who is one of the best archers on the planet, is losing his vision. So slowly but surely, Hawkeye is going blind, which makes sense why later on uh, in, in Old Man Logan, Old Man Logan he he's already blind. blind. So it's nice because it's like you're getting the prequel to another story, but it's like you get to see that progression actually happen. So we get to see how Nick Fury loses his eye here. So this scene is very significant. Did you have a note on anything uh, actually, so far? Actually, going back, I've, there's one thing that, and this is just me being a super uber nerd too, uh, for Brie Larson. Brie Larson's celebrity status. If we go back to the blockbuster, she lands in a blockbuster and she stands up in block in a blockbuster in a, in a video store filled with movies. 
She's a Brie Larson is a movie star. Captain Marvel is a movie that's definitely gonna catapult her career. So she's gonna rise up over all of these other movies. Okay, I can I can <laughs> Which, see that. Like she did in the trailer, she falls. She's on the floor and then she stands up in the video store. <laughs> she's gonna crash right in and become a, a hit blockbuster. So let's dive back into the trailer. Here we are, forty seconds in. Now, there is a moment here in the trailer that I, this is just all going to be speculation. That, that's, that, that's that Samuel Jackson dialogue, too, right there. He's like, truth be to it, I was ready to hang it up. He's this r- <laughs> real cool swagger. This, this, ironically, is from the Gina Davis movie, Long Kiss Goodnight, and one of my favorite movies of all time, Pulp Fiction. This is the 90, we're also getting 90 Samuel Jackson, which is very cool and swaggery, like his character Jules from Pulp Fiction. My little fan theory on this is obviously it's not connected, but I want to go into this movie believing that at this moment in the trailer when he says that he was ready to hang it up until he met Captain Marvel, or whatever happened in that particular day that made him change his mind, I personally believe that Nick Fury, in theory, is actually Jules. Same way there's a theory behind John um, Keanu Reeves being the same exact person in all movies because he's in, like, 20 movies with the name John. Like, he's constantly John, John Constantine, John Wick, you name it. I mean, it's just easy to cast someone named John. I mean, yeah. What's his name? You're writing the script, John. John, yeah. So I think that this guy is Jules, and I think Captain Marvel was the one who actually uh, got him to change his mind and get back into the game. But he shaved his head bald, took that afro down, lost a you know lost a little weight, and then boom, you got yourself <laughs> Jules in here. I don't know, maybe. Maybe we'll get a, a cameo from John Travolta. You know, hey, look, John Travolta is actually a part of the Marvel, the Marvel universe. He was in uh, Thomas Jane's uh, Punisher, so <laughs> oh, we could get the, that. So wait, that actually means that that's what happened to those two guys. John Travolta's character went off and became uh, a major bad guy and wound up getting and, killed. And he wound up becoming Nick Fury. He wound up becoming Le- Nick Fury. The leader, one of the leaders of S.H.I.E.L.D. It all makes sense. It all makes hey. sense, guys. Uh, so here we are, going back into the trailer. That's that's my little fan theory. Until I miss you today. So you're not from around here. Oh, and it's then if you pause that for a second... It's like we I was saying. We are 57 minutes in. 50 second seconds. Literally, that scene in the car where he's questioning her about, like, that's literally like just like in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. It's a scene just was, like it. When he was questioning Gina Davis about different things. Now I'm going to have to watch that fucking movie, too, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Ronnie's going to watch that movie and he's going to get a clip so we can actually cut it together oh and God. show you and online. If you've never seen Long Kiss Goodnight, Rented, do buy yourself it on Amazon. Do yourself a favor. I don't. You probably it's probably available on on demand or whatever. Watch Long Kiss Goodnight. It's been you, a very you, long and time. And you're welcome. It's a one of the like I'd say probably one of the most awesome '90s action movies. Uh, I would say out of a, for Gina Davis, yeah. yeah. I would say besides Thelma Louise, yeah. I would say that was a pretty awesome movie on her part. So here we are, 57 seconds in. We got some ship flying in uh, into some unknown planet at this point. And we see Brie Larson looking out a window. She's having memories. Now, there's a character in there, in here, and there's also a shot, which um, 
also what goes back to my theory that she was a part of some special shield air force is the patches that she that her and the other lady in the movie which seems like a friend uh she is uh rumored to be monica which is another character photon later from, on from friends not monica not monica <laughs> geller sir no 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 uh this is gonna be monica from the marvel universe later known as photon gotcha. um so there's a patch there that seems like it's something that we've seen before in ages of shield um mm. so i'm thinking that she her and the rest of this particular air force uh was actually a part of some shield division funny enough uh, I feel like the original um, origin of Captain Marvel was very similar to another Air Force pilot getting some really amazing powers based on them being, you know, capable of handling them and being strong enough to do it. Uh, from the DC Universe, Green Lantern, which is kind of interesting that they ah, have a character that's... like that. So, uh, of course, her origins here seem to be very different, which we see a little bit of that within the trailer, but we'll get to that. So we're a minute and five in, and we're going back in. Oh, yeah, if you pause it there, see, it looks like now if we go back to Infinity War with uh, Ebony Maw, when mm-hmm. he was using a similar technique on Doctor Strange to try to get him to tell him where the Infinity Stone was, looks like maybe they used like a similar machine to kind of wipe her memory of who she actually is to make her who they want her to be. Which also reminds me of Robocop, which is another 90s movie. Yeah, so this great movie action. has 90s written all over it. Okay, I think uh, you're, you're right in that sense of it does look like some form of torture device that's, you know, something's being extracted from her mind. Uh, her hands are being protected, clearly, because she is seemed to, deemed as some form of threat. It's also um, kind of ironic that uh, so now we know Winter Soldier wasn't the only guy who got his mind all jacked up. Oh, that's a that's a typical like uh, trope of like comics where it's like the M- I mean you look at Born you 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 said it before the the Born series the Born Identity series is another one of those like I don't remember how dangerous I was let me go along and let the audience figure out you know exactly how dangerous I was and all the things that I missed because there may be something you got to think about it like this too it's not just a matter of like somebody wiped out her memory just for the sake of uh, her being. Um, you know, a threat, but also you have to remember that her being away, we don't know yet how long she's been away. Now, exactly. I, rem- I remember uh, from a recent comic, a really great one called The Life of Captain Marvel. Uh, in that book, Carol Danvers has a lot of home problems between her uh, her brother and her family, her mom and her dad passing, who is a drunk, abusive dad. So I don't know if all of those elements are going to wind up in this movie, but I'm pretty sure her being Probably. away with Starfleet, uh, you being know. Being that they like to tell uh, lessons and stuff, too. Maybe. Maybe that'll come up in some of her flashbacks. Certainly. And imagine trying to explain to your family members and friends why. Just imagine you and your kids, you just disappeared for six years and then just Re- reappeared like hey guys like, and everyone's like guys? yeah it's like where the hell you been it's just like it's hard to explain I was in space and I was uh, I'd be like Papa was a rolling stone <laughs> I'm just kidding just kidding I'm just kidding wherever he laid his hat was his own <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, going back to the trailer here, yeah, it does look like she is being tortured in some kind of way or getting her mind extracted. Uh, so hopefully she breaks free from this, and it seems like it. Um, so we're going back in at one sixteen. Here we go. Discover 
Jude Law. Oh, and I just right. love that, by the way. So when they say what makes her a hero, it's yes. just ah, that right there gave me goosebumps. A beautiful trailer. It seems like we're a minute and thirty-one seconds in. Only another what twenty-five seconds left for this trailer. We get a glimpse of the first glimpse, uh, besides the images online of the scrolls. They look like they arrive on some kind of beach, and then right after that, we get this very interesting uh, moment where you get this beautiful grandma sitting there smiling at carol danvers <laughs> and she just and she just hauls off and knocks the dentures right out of the which mouth. tells me that uh seems like captain marvel can detect scrolls that's a good big question i think a lot of people are wondering how it how she's able to detect the scrolls if in their like hidden form um and that may be that may play a key role which i'm thinking to myself that I believe that we are going to learn about the scroll invasion because I personally feel the next big saga that's coming from uh, Marvel from is, is Secret, Secret invasion. invasion, which would be amazing. At some point in time, we're going to get that. Maybe it'd be now, maybe it'd be later. We don't know yet, but I want to see her meet somebody that she hasn't been around for all of the Avengers movies or whatever, the Avengers 4, and then see the person immediately detect the scroll and knock the shit out of them. And it could be something as simple as like, pepper pots it could be like one of those things where it's just like hey guys and oh, she turns man. around and just hits it it's like what are you doing that's my wife and then it turned into a scroll and you're like what the hell is that it's just like this is i think it would have to be a character of more significance though like who who would you who, that's a that's a that's a uh interesting thing it'd be like, like even falcon wow like you know like she why could, i gotta be the like, black guy ronnie well, why no, i gotta be i'm not saying it that but i'm just saying like you know it could be a character that's like oh you know like we trust this guy we've seen him enough and trust we know he's one of the captain america you mean uh, uh no falcon i'm saying and then, no like, i'm saying it could be could be captain america too and then you know she shows up to meet the rest of the guys who are still alive who survived the infinity wars and then she immediately like knocks the shit out of falcon they're like hey what are you doing and it's like this isn't your falcon guy that would be like Whoa. he's been with you all like, this time yeah like think about that that would be awesome that would be quite amazing i think if we could if they're gonna give us the old moment i feel like we're all wrong we're all gonna be wrong on who it is one neighbor oh game. yeah I've, I've i've had my top five is uh hawkeye nick fury black widow um, Captain America or Tony. Those are uh, my top me, five. You know, I said the one person. I just said Agent 13, which literally was the chick that was Captain well, America. she's so quiet. Right, like, up, right across the... That's where, but she's also in involved in the middle of the organization. She's a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. We've seen her a couple of times throughout, and they could easily do some, you know, some Saw backstory moments where, like, this was happening and this is what she was doing while this was happening type of stuff. Nah, I just believe that Feed is information and think, like, your enemy from in the inside. Like, how much information could she have leaked to the scrolls being in, in S.H.I.E.L.D.? This and, is true. And you got to think, she reported directly, right, to, like, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, top agents, Nick Fury... <laughs> she has a connection there, but I don't know. I, you certainly, if she's on your list, uh, I believe that there is definitely some scrolls among us that we've seen within the last ten years, but we just don't know. Yeah, you know, that's are. gonna be awesome too. That uh, I hope that if Secret Invasion does become the next wave of movies, that we get a series of campaign posters 
like they did with the comic, like like you know, with people, different people like this, like is, is this person this girl? <laughs> like, well, here's 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 up. a marketing idea that I would go with for um for them. I would re-release the posters that they've had of the movies and have the people replaced with scrolls. <laughs> yeah. I would do that. I would oh, re-release the Thor poster, the Iron Man poster, the Avengers poster, all of them, and then just replace the people with scrolls. That would be, if anybody out there has the ability to like do some stuff like that, Photoshop, I'd love to, to uh, jump in on that as well, but take I leave back, that up to you guys. Take it back old school. Like uh, I still remember one of my favorite seasons on The Simpsons when uh, Mr. Burns got shot. Oh. And then they left it on that cliffhanger, which was all summer. What character shot Mr. Burns? Gosh, so everybody had have a, a whole campaign like that for uh, the Secret Invasion. Like, who's, who's really a, a scroll? Who's really a scroll and who isn't? Who can you trust? Well, here we go back into the trailer. Here it's a minute and thirty-one seconds into the trailer. Twenty-five more seconds to go, and let's watch this grandma get hooked the shit out of. <laughs> Bam! You can't do this. Now there's also Agent a moment Coulson. here. Agent Coulson lives. <laughs> Because this is the 90s, so he technically, he in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they think he's dead, but somehow they still haven't figured out that he's alive. I love how they make them look younger, too, by the way. The power of technology and makeup and all that wonderful if stuff. If I remember correctly, I believe that the only person in this movie that they're actually using the de-aging process that they have in the Sam, Marvel... Sam Jackson? Is Sam Jackson. For him, for Clark Gregg, that's uh, Agent Coulson's real name... This character, I believe that they're just using a hairstyle and makeup. Oh, That's course. what it looks like. Because he doesn't look old anyway. And it's only like 20 years ago. So if Col- Agent Coulson's like 50, then... Well, well I don't know. you should ask him. It, uh, you're Agent Markel. I'm Agent Markel <laughs> whenever, when I met him. If you guys haven't seen the video, you can go on my personal Facebook page and check it out. Where I have a conversation with Clark Gregg. And he actually calls me uh, Agent Markel. So I am actually an official member of... Um, <laughs> Of each of the Agents of Shield, and uh, you know, I don't want to say anything, but it was before the Hydra uh, moment, so I'll go ahead and reveal it now. Hell Hydra! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. He he let me in, and uh, you know, like, I I'm like, and this podcast interview is over. With. <laughs> fucking done, man. <laughs> what? You're not like, you're not a part boy, of Hydra. You're a part of Hydra. Fucking done. Come on, man. Hydra's the best. Uh, so two seconds past that point, uh, we did see a small glimpse of Ronan, which we've seen as we know, spoilers, well, he dies in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> uh, we know his fate, but we don't know what his role is in this movie. He is he a Kree warrior. to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw that. That's just funny you mentioned that. I saw that character. Uh, we're talking about that that uh, quote, if, you, oh, if you're not from, familiar uh, with it. Nightmare Before, Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. It's the mayor, and he says that, like, Jack was blown to smithereens. Which is like, all related because it's all Disney. It's all Disney, my man. And it's coming up. October is a promise, so Nightmare Night Before Christmas is coming up. Uh, so jumping back into the trailer, we saw Ronan. We got uh, Agent Coulson showing up here. Clark Gregg still getting them checks. Like it. Uh, we got Sam Jackson. Always pause there because that shot right there, I was like, the pager that we saw him use to summon captain marvel at the end of infinity wars we see i'm like why did they show us that they want to remind us well they want to remind you but it also says something on there it says with target but it's also not the same one it's a 90s pager yeah but, you but can it looks see, very similar it looks very similar but you can see that there is an update to it now my speculation on that particular thing is that i believe with obviously technology 
and the fact that I don't believe while all of this stuff was going on on planet Earth, where like the Avengers attack and all that stuff, I think by the end of this movie, we're going to see that Captain Marvel was not here. And that's her clear alibi of like, hey, yeah, I could have came and stopped that uh, Kree invasion with Loki, but, uh, you know, I so wasn't even think, here. So you think they're going to have like uh, a Goku Dragon Ball Z moment where she wasn't around to help. She was, I wasn't actually around to help the good guys. Sorry. You know what would be funny? And also like people would get excited, but I also would be like, what the fuck? I watched this whole movie and this happened. This is just speculation. Don't know anything about the movie. But if this whole movie goes through and the after credit scene of this movie is just her getting the pager and then looking at the screen like she's on her way. What the fuck? Like, well, wait. for me, I, and this is just because Marvel has this humor. It would be hilarious if like if, if she actually was around when this was going on. But, like, you know, because she's so powerful, maybe, like, Nick Fury has her Kimmy Smith style and he has her, like, down in a bunker somewhere where she lives. It would be hilarious if, like, wow, all that was going on in the finger snap, she was doing something simple like having sex. <laughs> or like you know, oh god, what <laughs> you know, like or or just watching TV. Well, right? you might be onto something there because it may be possible where maybe what Nick Fury does. Because let's 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 be honest, Nick Fury has some questionable actions that he does over the years. All the Nick Furies, whether it be the Sam Jackson one or the original one, they have some questionable options that they go with as well. So it could be one of those situations, like you're saying, where. Maybe that pager is not necessarily a pager to a phone, but maybe that pager is push this button in case of emergency because she's in a chamber or some shit. Yeah, and like it's like it releases her. Extremely powerful. And so. then like it opens up and it's like what the. F- but at the same time, I'm like I I think that's a possible theory. I also see the fact that she's like super fucking powerful. So unless you knock her out, then that's the only way that's gonna happen. Maybe she's in a cryo sleep, like uh, you know um, Bucky was when he was in Wakanda. We do not know at this point, but uh, we are certainly here to speculate as always. And we will uh, know soon. We shall know soon enough. It's only what like five months away. Pretty that's, much. That should be here in no time. Oh, here's another scene here, uh, another breakdown of this trailer. There's a moment here where you see Carol Danvers um, with uh, the, her fleet her, of uh, other Cree, Cree soldiers um, with what looks like a mohawk of her hair sticking out, which is a homage to an old outfit that she actually had yeah. within the comics. So kudos to them for finding a very natural way of having something like that in there. Because uh, I was thinking, that, I'm like, are they going to have her with the mohawk? Because that would be fucking awesome. But they figured out a way to do it, as always. So here we are, getting down to the last few seconds here. We got Miss Marvel looking like she got hit by some cosmic rays that gives her powers. And you see her stand up. Now, the last part of this trailer here in the last eight seconds, we're a minute and 48 seconds in, uh, you see her power up fully and have her own little Goku moment where her hair is glowing gold and her eyes are lighting up. We don't know if this is a moment where she's going into full-on power. She's going for the Kamehameha. I mean, she could do it. She can Kamehameha the fucking, like, hand. I I would just love to see, like, once this movie is over and see how powerful she is. 
what what would the major things that happened with the Avengers would have been like with her? Like put her in Avengers One, put her in Avengers Two, put her in <laughs> Infinity War, and it's like I probably wouldn't have had half of a She would have cleaned this shit up in two seconds. It seems like it, but you know we don't know yet. But again, this trailer here we are at the end of it. Oh wait, uh, and Disney loves teaching lessons. They even teach them in the trailer because a running theme in this entire trailer. Is when you fall, get back up. Because oh, she fell a bunch of times in this trailer. And, she and, every, up. and, you, and you get back up. Which, I'm going to just switch it on. Because we, we go in all 90s with Captain Marvel. Which is another famous quote made by Rocky Balboa. Which he said, when you get hit, you know. You, I'm not quoting it exactly. But he basically said, like, when you get Paraphrasing. hit, you get knocked down. You know. It's not hard to get hit. It's if you can take the hit and keep moving forward. Well, he said that in the new movies. Yeah. Which is basically what she's doing so i agree i think that you're definitely going to be uh, an epic movie a blockbuster movie wink wink uh we we look forward to seeing a full trailer this is <laughs> only two dropping minutes. another blockbuster on you dropping that blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> so here we are we finally get to captain marvel and this there you is go gonna be a big movie dope march 2019 march 2019 and there you have it. So um, that is our breakdown of the Captain Marvel trailer. There's just a few things that we noticed there. Um, it, it, it just, there's so much goodness here. Uh, these are just some of the basic breakdowns that we saw, or some of the uh, polls that we pulled out. Uh, we're just looking forward to seeing how Marvel's going to get in here and kick some ass within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and that's one of our top stories for uh, this show. Uh, the other top story uh, we have is all jumping over into DC lands, uh, somewhere we don't necessarily spend as much uh time uh but we're gonna spend a little bit more time with it here just really quickly uh the footage for walking phoenix's joker has come out in a very interesting way uh they showed uh the first they started out with just some uh some set set pictures of him with some clown and him smiling and then uh they follow that up with a full-on uh little like 30 second video that uh, I saw on Instagram and uh, has blown up the internet with him in a actual full makeup. Now, the interesting thing about it is that it looks like he's actually donning the paint uh, of, of the sort of the, the rubber mask that Heath Ledger had within the Dark Knight movies. Uh, it also is the, the paint of like the old school um, old school clowns from back in the day. I believe that this particular uh uh, series is being towed within the 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Is it the 60s? Uh, I'm not actually sure on the, the time uh, period. I believe it is the 60s in this case. Um, definitely do correct us if we're wrong, but uh, my notes here say that it was definitely from the 60s. Uh, so, uh, we have some footage that has uh, been dropping all over. There's some footage of him being in what looks like the old, uh, what was Caesar Caesar Romero? Uh, from the old 1966 Adam West Batman, there seems to be uh, some uh, homage being paid to that. There's a scene that has popped up online uh, as we record this today. Yeah, where he's uh, like in the subway station. He's in a subway station, and it looks like he has a hat on, and he has the old Cesar Marrera outfit. So it just looks like they're going for more of a, um, you know, crazy, the more crazed... Um, Serial socio socio uh, sociopath, I should say, in this particular case, after, which is a Joker. I'll tell you, after seeing Joaquin Phoenix in the movie Her, if they're going for like 
to give the Joker like this creepy edge in this movie, he definitely can play that. Oh, role. he can do it. Yeah. And her, you know, he was like this guy who was falling in love with his computer. Basically, it's like, yeah, he. I definitely think that he's gonna do such a great job with this film. What it's do you think crazy. of the makeup? Like, like that first trailer kind of sold me already, and I haven't even seen anything yet. I'm like. I'm not that happy that it's a solo Joker movie, but I am open to change. So I'm like, okay, I'm 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 for it. The only p- thing that I keep saying about this movie is, if this movie turns out to be extremely good, then what are they gonna do with Jared Leto? Uh, I think that's one thing that a lot of people is on a lot of people's mind out there is what's gonna happen with Jared Leto if Joaquin Phoenix does a slam dunk and does a fantastic joker movie how does how my my biggest question with this and it's it's the same question that we've had conversations about and i'm pretty sure you've seen online is the question that people are uh having about the same venom thing which is you're gonna have a whole movie about the joker with no signs of batman Uh, you got todd phillips is directing which he's mostly known for directing comedies so i'm like but that i I don't rule rule that out that he can't pull it off and then you got martin scorsese is producing this movie uh he's i don't think he's actually producing anymore oh he's not no i I think he on tmz it's reporting it we're we're, uh Robert, De- Robert, Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, oh, somebody, Mark Maron, and Brian Callen. Something we didn't actually talk about before is that there was actually an actor that has pulled out of this project so far. Oh, which was um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Alec Baldwin is no longer playing Thomas Wayne. Yeah, they re- they replaced his character already. Yeah, they I replaced him already. that's who Brian Callen is playing. Yeah, the, which is ironic because Brian Callen was actually in The Dark, uh, the Dark Knight. Um, or he was in that franchise playing another character. Oh, you mean back when they made good uh, DC movies? Okay. Well, I mean, this may be the the, the rise of, of DC uh, solo projects that are going to give us. There's no reason. I'm, I'm I'm telling you though, like it's like this. If people leave theaters and they're like, "Wow, that was surprisingly really good," it's like, "Oh, great! Now we've got a franchise of more Joker movies." Well. Not necessarily that. Here's here's where I say, if this movie is successful, here's here's where the, there's there's pros and cons. If this movie is, is successful, then it completely like does the same stupid thing that it seems like DC keeps doing when it comes to their like other properties. Now they're doing it double in the movie. Before they were going, let's get Esmerilla and uh, the kid from the TV show as a Flash <laughs> and have two Flashes and pit. You're two characters that you want people to go watch against each other. Um, thankfully, they haven't made a TV show Wonder Woman. Let's just leave that alone. Wonder but Woman. let's not let's let's not rule out the fact that we could have some Wonder Kid pop up because Titans is coming out. And if everybody remembers, there is a, a Wonder Girl that winds up on the uh, Teen Titans team. So That's let's not forget be that. Fantastic. Uh, I know I can hear the sarcasm in your voice when you say Titans yeah, is going to be fantastic. I mean, well, I haven't seen it yet, so I guess I won't. You know, say anything too bad. The only thing I keep telling everybody, if you haven't heard me say this before, is that Beast Boy looks like Captain Planet. Every time I look at him, the Captain Planet theme song starts playing in my head. Clearly, the makeup to me is not uh, something that's a strong suit for this particular show. Um, It's already been announced in that show as well that we're going to have two Robins. We're going to have Dick Grayson and Jason Todd. So... Clearly, Jason Todd isn't dead yet or Nobody coming back. Nobody wants to be Robin. Stop trying to make Robin happen. 
<laughs> That's for Mean Girls, right? Yeah. Is it? Stop yeah. trying to make Fetch happen. Stop trying to make Robin happen. It's not going to happen. It's uh, like Sony trying to make their own solo superhero films. Like, I'm trying to make it happen. I mean, people are really excited for Venom. I got to say, Venom comes out on my birthday, October 3rd, and I'm I'm going to go check it out. Hopefully, just, it doesn't ruin your birthday. Uh, yes, I hope that it does not become a, uh, a a birthday to forget. That's funny because you really like that character. So if that movie sucks and you see it on your birthday. Wait, don't go see it on your birthday. I wouldn't go. See- oh, wait, no, I think it comes out after anyway, right? No, it's it when? like the 5th. It comes well. Technically, that's the Friday, so it'll probably drop the first day at Comic Con, which is October fourth. Ah, that's right. Um, oh, that's right. But yeah, big kudos to to the Joker movie and Walking Phoenix. I think I don't have a big problem as much as the internet is destroying the images that are are, are coming out from the movie um, and seeing the footage that just dropped it's today. Just, people just have to be open to more change. Give it a chance. Let's see an actual trailer first and see everything. Let Let me just say this to the nerd universe. Before before we saw The Dark Knight, nobody believed that Heath Ledger could pull off the this Joker. This is true. I was one of those people, too, saying, Heath Ledger as the Joker? This has got to be some kind of joke, right? No pun intended. But look <laughs> at how that turned out. So we'll see. Well, we shall see. So speaking of villains and, um, you know, going in, slipping on over into some other movie news, uh, we have some uh, returns and reboots happening. So... Uh, two of two of our favorite uh, horror icons is uh, Freddy and uh, Child's Play. So in good news, uh, Freddy is uh, Robert England is putting the claw back on, and he's going to make a special appearance as Freddy in an episode of the TV show The, the Goldbergs, Goldbergs, which I believe is on ABC. Absolutely, you can go on our Instagram and check out that uh, trailer for it. Uh, he does look amazing in there, and hopefully, from this, if it gets enough buzz, we might actually get him interested in staying in there the, and making a new movie. P- pull up enough dump trucks full of money to make him go. Ah, okay. Hey, guys. what channel? Wait, what channel is the Goldbergs on? Is that a ABC? That, yeah, ABC. ABC. Hey, maybe you know D- Disney's buying up every company on the block. Maybe there's one of the companies that they own might be interested in that property. You never know, but uh, it's been New Line Cinema though for the for the longest for the Freddy movie. It has absolutely. I've seen that New Line Cinema pop up so many times over the years. But uh, you want to know something funny? I just learned this yesterday, and uh, this is gonna probably shock you. But uh, do you know Danielle um, has never seen a Freddy movie? Really? None. She hasn't seen. It. She's seen one Michael Myers, none. No Jasons. And no Freddy's. Well, that's funny because my girlfriend has never seen any Halloween movies, like none, none. whatsoever. Wow. So, well, hey, there you go. Um, yeah, that's uh, hey, that. they can watch them together. <laughs> I mean, in daytime pop, probably. Get, get big bowl of popcorn and binge watch. They'll get into it. But uh, for us here, we find those movies to be very funny. And uh, Halloween, as we've seen trailers for, the Halloween comes out October nineteenth. Ironically, it's the same day as. Uh, as what is it uh daredevil season three which had a teaser trailer oh cool uh, so awesome. that's gonna be one hell of a weekend sitting there binging daredevil and watching halloween i get it one hell of a weekend daredevil yeah Bam. i didn't even get that I, I didn't even try to make that pun they just come out of nowhere um but with that said, yeah, uh, we, we go into some sadder news where we're getting a Child's Play reboot. 
Uh, the well, sad no. news. No, it's not sad. I'm gonna I say from my end, it's sad. Well, it's only sad because Don uh, Machini is not really gonna be a part of this. Pro- I think. Oh, okay. So Kevin Feige that, is not gonna help with a Marvel movie, and it's gonna still be good, Ronnie. I originally thought that he was gonna be a part of it. I still have some threads of hope for it, you know, because. Uh, it has, you know, some good people, like the people who made uh, Lights Out and stuff are going to be a part of it, which as a horror movie I actually liked. And Chucky, is even though they're rebooting him, he still has the, like, original... They just kind of no. sharpened up the original look. He looks like, if you see the images online, and we can, we're can we going to post it up on social media so you can take a look at it for yourself, or just Google it, um, hit to me... They've given him these large anime-like eyes, and in the dark, he looks like a fucking pedophile. That's what he looks like. It's just like, hey there, little girl. Hey there, little boy. I'm well, your- I mean, they want him to look kind of creepy. I mean, it's yeah. Like- oh, whoa! Tell him the tell him the biggest thing. Who's doing the voice, Ronnie? Oh, do they know? Do we know that yet? Oh, it's not the original guy that's doing the voice. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, wait. Uh, you still got you still got threads of hope. So Don Mancina read the script as, it, as we were reading the article from uh, JoeBlow.com. The article, the original. Um, oh wait, no, he is. Who? Brad uh, Brad Dourif is doing the, the voice. He'll be lending his. Yeah, although uh, Brad Dourif will be lending his distinctive cackle to the voice of Chucky. The TV, no, oh, the TV again. series. They haven't cast the role for the. I reboot. read this already. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. yes. So, so, so he's on board for the TV show. So the one looks, that Don Mancini's so doing. Looks like a Sam Raimi situation where it's like, well, Brad Dourif goes wherever Don Mancini goes. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, without that iconic voice, I. I don't know if this what, is going with, with that faith. Uh, oh, oh, ye of little faith? <laughs> well, you, you don't have faith well, anymore? Well, I mean, it still may, it still could work. Like, you know, I just don't want them to tarnish the Child's Play legacy because I really do. That is one of my favorite horror franchises. Let me ask you this. If you could cast, ca- voice cast, who would you voice cast for, for Chucky besides that voice? I mean, it's been around so long, but who would you, is there any actors you think has the right kind of voice to be able to be the new Chucky? To be the new Chucky? Huh. That's very I got hard. somebody. Why, why you think of yours? I just help What? <laughs> <laughs> is that a real casting choice? That's a real casting like, choice. Or is that like Michael B. Jordan is Superman? Oh, wait a second. We got to talk about that. That is not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> no, we I'm, can not, talk I'm not about throwing that. any shade. I love Michael B. Jordan. But I'm like, the day that they cast him as Superman, you go ahead and cast Aziz Ansari to replace Tom Cruise in the uh, Mission Impossible franchise <laughs> I don't think while we're making terrible mistakes. I don't think that he's – this is where I think people are getting it wrong. If they are, tr- if this is rumors are true, and we're just taking a quick side step over toward a rumor where Michael B. Jordan is being cat is being sought out as being a Superman. Let's not forget that within recent years, there has been, there has always been multiple Supermans. There's been actually uh, a black Superman way back when he died, which was Steel. So, do you think that they could do a remake of Steel and have it cast as Michael B. Jordan? That to me, I would watch that. I've never gave two shits about steel, so I I might watch it if it's interesting. They, I mean, if we name. get him doing the Killmonger, I mean, that to me seems to be the, the, the staple now for him. Uh, his Creed attitude mixed with a little bit of Killmonger attitude, that seems to be my two. I got two actors who could play the voice of Chucky if they don't cast Brad Dura. Go for it. The first one is Michael Shannon. That's very General, creepy. General Zod. Jesus, that's I very creepy. I think he creepy. could do it. Okay. Or Kevin Bacon. 
Ooh, Kevin Bacon. Those are nice. two people that I think who have the distinct who can get angry enough where it's convincing. Like, cause I could see yeah, Kevin Bacon, Kirsten, get the fuck over here, and I could see him doing that as Hollow Man, and yeah, yeah that kind of. Yeah, I could see him. I could see Michael Shannon. I might, might could think of a few more by the next episode we do. Oh, another one. Um, John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah, I could see John. John Hamm, Hamm too. in in like a nice like in all seriousness. I just Elba was a joke. If that we was were not- do- if we were doing a parody, I'd say John Travolta. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Or hell, what's a, what's another uh, parody one? You can get a uh, uh, Simon Pegg. Hey, you really want to do a parody? Uh, you want to do a parody reboot? Child's play? Make Paulie Shore the voice of Chucky. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, buddy, come over here. I'm a killer. <laughs> <I ooh! laughs> okay, all right. I can, I can see that. Uh, shout out to Paulie Shore. He's a, a friend of the show. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I am. Right, so wait. On a scale of one to ten, Ronnie, how do you feel about this reboot? Ah, uh, I have to see trailer first. So oh, okay. I, I, I can't even give it a score. You right can't now. give it a score yeah. right now. But I mean, I do know Aubrey Plaza's in it, and I love her. So. All All I'm looking at as I look across the table is his face now, thinking about the fact that Brad Dorf's not doing the voice anymore. Because the forehand. Oh, that was kind of like when we found out that uh, the other guy, I forget his name, the original guy that did the voice of the Crypt Keeper. When I met him, and he, uh, John Kaiser. John Kaiser. And yeah. He was saying that the. Uh, the TNT uh, remake of the show, if that's still happening, he was saying like he didn't get a call to be the voice of the Crypt Keeper. I was like, "Well, the Crypt Keeper is like, yeah, that's what iconic made voice. Sh- yes, iconic. So without John Kaiser, it's like I don't want to watch this without him. I like, Pretty I love much. that guy." Well, with that said, I think uh, that is it for the movie news. Um, I think we're going to jump into a quick little review of the uh, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view uh, from WWE that uh, happened last week. We're getting into our little wrestling segment. We'll get into the wrestling segment here. Um, honestly, at this point, the only... Let's see. What were some... What was, what was, let's go with the pros and the cons. Uh, we, don't, we're, we don't have to go through the entire card um, at this point because, uh, again... There were not that many great matches here, honestly. Becky Lynch won the title. Um, Thank God. The New Day retained their titles. Um, uh, I, was, I was fine with that. Jeff Hardy. I, I kind of liked them to break up Sheamus and Cesaro so that they can get back to solo careers. I think like they're awesome as a tag team, but I'd like to see especially Cesaro go get in the title picture. Okay. Uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, and McIntyre retained their titles. Yeah, which is very um, surprising to me because yeah, they like taking things away from Dolph Ziggler, so I was very surprised. Nah, man. It seems like his new contract, he's, he's, he's uh, up there. and he's it's, every t- it's about damn time. Like The guy has talent. They're finally using it and giving him pretty relevant storyline. He's staying right in the, the top pitcher. He, he was Intercontinental Champion, and only, what, like two weeks later, he was a damn tag team champion. It's like, it's been amazing. What about uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Lane? Um, that match, to me, I didn't really like the stupid controversial ending, and I felt like they were going to try and pull something like this. This is becoming a, a common theme with AJ Styles, and I don't like oh, it. I thought you meant with WWE, because this literally happened between Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, he had him in the triangle same choke. Same thing. Same thing, same so, thing. So, I'm like... He uh, pinned him. I just don't want... I Like... Like I see, uh, the I think it was the last episode of SmackDown that I watched that Daniel Bryan was talking about like mentioning title picture stuff. So I'm like, yes, 
Yes, I, w- I would love that. I, like I said, I want to see, I would love to see AJ Styles fight at this point, Daniel Bryan or The Miz. I'd really more so like The Miz just because he's a bad guy. Like, I'd like to see The Miz take on AJ Styles and, and perhaps win the title. Like, I just I just don't want him to, to lose to Samoa Joe. I don't, I'm just not a fan of Samoa Joe. I feel like he doesn't do it for me. No, no, no. I think um, Samoa Joe is is good. I think he makes a de- a good heel. Um, his- Wendy, oh Wendy! <laughs> I, I I can tell you he created a nice little meme of that, <laughs> and it's like, hey honey, what are we eating tonight? Oh Wendy's! Like, okay, all right. Well, we'll see see what happened there. Um, I didn't really like how he played it out. Where right after the match, he went into the back and talked to Paige. Personally, I felt like if they fought again, I think that should have been a SmackDown uh, main event versus this whole, I'm going to wait three weeks for another pay-per-view. Weeks for the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Yeah, come whatever. on, man. Like, that's we already knew you were on the card at that point. So that, that kind of sucked. Even though AJ Styles is still one of the greatest that's doing it right now, um, he's he's still, like, kind of the Eminem in the, in the uh, WWE game right now. So... He's doing his thing, so I, I, I appreciate that he's still there uh, talking, being awesome. Uh, and uh, and uh, another, uh, another res- shocking result to me, and another one best to <clears> ever <throat> do it, Randy Orton, who not only beat Joe, <laughs> who beat Jeff Hardy, but like the, the level statistically beat Jeff Hardy with the fact that Jeff Hardy was literally like unconscious after falling through a table. And when they were trying to put Jeff Hardy on a stretcher, Randy or or they wanted to stop the match. Randy Orton made the ref count the three count anyway. He's like, I need this victory, and he just got the three count. Wow. I was like, Jeff Hardy fell through a table from the top of this uh, weirdly red steel cage. Is it me? Is it just me, or has Jeff Hardy become the new Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown, where he just keeps losing matches? At this point, it's not it's not really mattering. I think he just likes the fact that he's there and he's at he's actually in some kind of storyline. Um, I'm looking for them to personally, just on a side note from this pay-per-view, to do more with Shinsuke Nakamura. He's got a title around his waist and he has no major storyline. How could a whole pay-per-view go by and he had no storyline or no heat with anybody? That's a problem. I don't. I don't like that. There's plenty of people he could have fought that at least could have gave a decent match. But That's true. They maybe, didn't fit. Maybe. Maybe he was busy. He was like, I'm busy. Can can do this pay per view. Who knows? Maybe he had like uh, his kid had a recital or something, and he couldn't make it. So again, we knew oh. Becky Lynch won, and then uh, the Miz and Maurice, which surprisingly they won again. I didn't think they. I thought they were gonna like you know stole another one, stole another victory. So I think it, it keeps the rivalry going because again, once Daniel Bryan and, and Bree win, and it's like it's kind of over. I I definitely would love for the Miz to win the title at this point because he has all these victories over Daniel. Brian. So it would just be awesomely, you know what they should have, and I don't know because I haven't watched the last SmackDown, but they should have a match between Daniel Bryan and The Miz, and the winner gets to fight whoever the champion is after the Saudi Saudi Arabia pay per view. And that would be hilarious if The Miz beat him again and went on to to win the WWE. That show would be crazy. Oh, wait, and then let's get to my favorite. Like, this pay-per-view was, like, C-level to me, but my favorite, favorite, favorite match of this pay-per-view was Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. And why was it my favorite match? Literally just for the ending, when the guy that no one, that wait, everyone wait. thought was well, gone. Before, before we get to the ending, let's let's go into the match, right? 
So there are a lot of p- people out there who probably listen to this, and they probably wonder why like they've heard us on the show bash Roman Reigns. If you meet me in the streets, I'll tell you I still don't like Roman Reigns. And this match to me was a clear evidence of the fact that the, this guy is like he sleeps during the fucking matches. <laughs> like you can't. He's not entertaining to watch. Like, Braun Strowman did his best to kind of carry this match and make it interesting. And when it came <laughs> to Roman... And he's the bigger guy. And he's the bigger guy. And Roman Reigns is just like, Superman punch. Superman. Wait a second. Another Superman punch. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, do something interesting. Grab a... You know, he tried to grab, like, a kendo stick. Got busted upside the head with steer, steel chairs. Like, him fighting Braun Strowman is just literally, like, him just being manhandled and you know beat up and then finally doing a few superman punches a spear and he's done then let's talk about before we reveal the person that came out there and really helped steal the show for this whole paper <laughs> match out of I, nowhere and say the whole pay-per-view whole honestly. pay-per-view honestly and and this might be the reason why he gets the big bucks that he does people doesn't people don't like it um but somehow we get a second Tag team title fight of like uh, oh you mean the Dolph Ziggler like these guys came out beat fought got climbed the top of the cage came down the cage a couple of them fell off the cage and I'm just watching this like this reminded me of the match when Kurt Angle team with the Shield just one giant rambled piece of crap like that you're like what is this does, and when does, does anybody it end? realize if you go back and watch this match and and if you don't believe me if you got the network go check it out if not you could probably find it on YouTube or somewhere go back to the end of this match and watch how the only thing that happened was the most obvious setup ever was Braun Strowman for whatever reason put the table in a corner he gets speared through it, as we all expected he would. And for about a good 8 to 10 minutes, maybe I'm exaggerated, maybe like 6 to 7 minutes, those guys are just laying in the ring. They're literally laying oh, in the yeah. ring. And There's then, another and match and going the camera, on on the outside. the camera pans out on the outside, and you're like... What the hell <laughs> are we watching right now? Are we watching a universal? This is a universal title match between two guys who are supposed to destroy each other. The two idiots that had the terrible poster where one looked like a demon and the other one looked like some kind of they you know monster. They should have saved that one for a Halloween paper. That was terrible. I don't know they what they could have brought back. Them. Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc would be great to bring back. But so you do all that. You have these this match going on on the outside with actually good wrestlers going on in the outside. I'm sitting here just kind of waiting for it all to end. And, and, yeah. and then the music hits ding, 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 ding. And I'm like Brock Lesnar shows up And I'm like oh. I'm like finally I did not awesome. expect that Did not expect but uh, like I said before On previous episodes and like I told our friends uh, uh, Cindy and Eric Part time Eric <laughs> Yeah part time Eric and the queen of the universe and the queen of the universe Cindy That we don't know when Lesnar's contract is up Everybody true? just assumed that, oh, you know what? He lost his last match. He's gone. Na, 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 na. See ya. And then he showed up <laughs> like, oh, wow. And they gave us a shock factor. He hadn't even been gone that long. What was he been gone? Like a couple weeks? Mm-hmm. And he came back. So, And he's right back in the title picture. And, you know, I, I for one, I'm, I'm a fan of Brock. So I'm like, I was excited. But I think he showed up and basically destroyed Braun Strowman. 
and Roman Reigns, and that's how the show ended in a no contest because Brock came out and killed both of them. Ronnie, I have to say, clearly put, this guy gets the money that he deserves because, once again, when he shows up, building fucking erupts. The building, they pop. The place pop. I'm just it's saying, still maybe loud. that's one that, you know how people say, like, oh, he, you know, he has all this time off. He don't fight. Maybe one of the reasons why they give him so much time off is because he's expensive as hell <laughs> to, like, maybe have to pay him so much when he makes appearances. It's like, yo, we, they're like, ah, yeah, so we're going to limit those to about seven to eight times a year instead, Honestly, of, yeah. instead of you being here every week. And then we got some uh, some some news right after that, like days later, right after Raw and SmackDown, that there's now going to be a pay per view coming up in Australia in November, featuring a three way uh, another. Not that kind, <sighs> not that kind of three. Not that kind of three way. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna get the monster. Let's 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 go ahead and, and face the fact that like Braun Strowman, you got fucked in this situation. The super showdown. Did you did you just cash in your money in the bank? So that Braun Strowman can, so that Brock Lesnar could show up and steal the show. Pretty much. You didn't get your title. They You're, they, it, they it, it was a, just. They pulled a Baron Corbin on him because Baron Corbin was another guy that cashed in and didn't win. Like what? Yeah, apparently, yeah. That, and he's actually the only only person who's cashed in on Roman Reigns who actually didn't get it because everybody else who's cashed <laughs> in on Roman Reigns has become the champion based on that. And so also another thing that I I noticed that they're keeping intact for some reason with Roman Reigns and Hell in a Cell matches, but Roman Reigns is undefeated in Hell in a Cell matches. Is he now? Yeah, this is I don't remember. I've lost what count, but I remember M- Michael Cole mentioned that. During this match, that Roman Reigns is undefeated at the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Well, I mean, he's been there for a little bit now. <sighs> I've said this before, and I say it again: Roman Reigns is not the worst I've ever seen. No, definitely. That not. goes. That title goes to D'Lo Brown. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> hey, leave that guy alone. He ain't even been there in years. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not gonna come back. His career is dead. Uh, so, I will say that. He's got some ways to go with me. But me sitting there watching a match in which you on you didn't entertain me in the time where you were doing something and then you and the other your opponent sleep for like <laughs> 6 the seven minutes of the match, waiting for Brock. Like, what did what did what did Brock Lesnar have to finish a sandwich? <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, uh, like, yeah, Brock, it's time you hit the ring." All right, not till I finish these goddamn fries. <laughs> I ain't going out there. They like uh, send Seth Rollins and them out there to stall. <laughs> like that match, we just saw that match happen, and it's like, oh, we needed some people to fall off the cage. Why? What did Braun did Roman Reigns? Oh, oh wait, Shane McMahon wasn't available. So they had to get somebody else to fall through a table. Fucking Mick Foley. Oh, don't forget, Mick Foley was in here. Mick Foley at this point is too old to be falling through tables. Throw his ass off of there. 20th anniversary. Throw him off. He may not get back up this time. (laughs) Oh, my God. He would be dead in two seconds if he fell off again. But, uh, yeah, you know, shout out to him. I actually did. They they got me with the network. Uh, I did watch the uh, 20th anniversary afterwards. uh, The special with Mick Foley? Yeah, did you? I didn't watch it. It was funny. It was a nice little story. He's a good storyteller. You know, I've seen him before uh, in meet and greets and stuff like that. I actually so. still never met him yet. Oh, he's a, he's an interesting guy. Uh, I think we met him. I met him at uh, Bookends. He came there, Bookends in uh, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Ah. Um, so, with that said, uh, I think that is the last piece of uh, news you got there. Is that is all you have? Any other news you got for us? 
Uh, just want to mention if you're going to New York Comic Con this year that they released a shit ton of new awesome uh, Game of Thrones Funko Pops. Uh, Gentry, uh, I forget her first name, but uh, Theon Greyjoy's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Children of the Forest, which are the creatures that created the White Walkers to begin with. They are all getting the Funko Pop treatment, and I can't wait to get them. To yeah, they're all New York Comic Con exclusive. So if you're going to be there and you got the lottery, good luck to you because I want the same luck for me. Well, I will also say, too, and we'll have another show before New York Comic Con comes around. It is coming around October 4th through the 6th, uh, sponsored by uh, Read Pop. We will, be uh, we will be in the house. We will have our T-shirts on. So please look for our logo as well as the New York Comic Con logo because we're going to be there. And we're going to be talking to fans. We're going to be, be doing giving away free shit. Free shit all for everyone that we talk to as well as we're going to be talking to uh, some of the uh, people down in Artist Alley. Uh, there's going to be just a fuck ton of news coming at you so get yourself ready because we're going to be there every day and finally i can say finally like the rock finally our youtube channel which we have uh is up and running and the first set of videos is going to be the videos that we record at the new york comic con so you're going to get a day one day two day three day four because we're going to be there all four days banging it out it might just be some interviews with just me some interviews with just ronnie some interviews with both of us some of us that may not even have us in them but just have random strangers yeah i don't know so it depends on how we feel we're bringing back the movie fights we're bringing back a lot of different things that we had last year that were very successful so uh please definitely check us out there at new york comic con at the jacob java center this year and as always, uh, you can always check us out online and social media via Tumblr uh, at Ronnie Markel Podcast. Or Twitter, the Ron Mar Podcast. Or Facebook at uh, Ronnie Markel Podcast. Or even the Instagram at Ronnie Markel Podcast. Hit that uh, subscribe button or follow us on any of those channels. And definitely check out some of our reviews and leave comments on the Tumblr page. Uh, we do some. Uh, uh, some uh, comic book reviews and we're coming up soon with some movie reviews um, and definitely if you want to shoot us a message on any of those you can shoot us a direct message as well to the Ronnie and Markel at gmail.com and don't be afraid to reach out even if you want to be like hey you guys suck you guys should stop doing this I'll probably be like fuck you I'll keep doing it but you should send your message anyway you know, so we know that, you know, that you're listening. We will, if you give us a good critique of why we should stop doing it, please, you know, we will take that into consideration. Uh, not stop the show, but we will, you know, listen to your message and then, uh, you know, toss it in uh, the trash. We will no, give you a shout out if you do make comments. I'm serious about when I say like, hey, comment on our Instagram or our Twitter. We will definitely give you a shout out. Yeah, we're live all the time, guys. So definitely check us out. So with that said, we're going to bring it on home. Uh, this is your first time listening to this episode. We never know if this is your first time or your 57th time. This is the Ronnie and Markel Make a Podcast, episode number 57. And we're going to bring it on home as always by saying... Uh, uh, eat your prayers and say your vitamins. Eat your uh, prayers and say your vitamins. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. And if you're going to walk out in traffic, at least make sure you have pants on. <laughs> Good night, everybody.